Human nature can get a little messy, but nature nature is powerful enough to save us from ourselves. Seventh generation laundry detergent lifts away tough stains with a 97% bio-based formula. For when you think whipping up yellow curry chicken in white pants is a great idea, totally not speaking from experience. Let nature do its thing so you can feel confident doing yours. That's the power of 7th Generation. Find 7th Generation laundry detergent and fresh lavender and other scents at 7thGeneration.com. At Capella University, you'll get support from people who care about your success. From before you enroll to after you graduate, pursue your goals knowing help is available when you need it. Imagine your future differently at capella.edu. Hello, and welcome to the Nutrition Diva podcast. I'm your host, Monica Reinagel, and today I'm taking a look at a new study suggesting that you can burn more calories simply by reducing the amount of carbohydrate in your diet. Now, according to the latest Google search data, interest in the ketogenic diet appears to have waned significantly lately, but the popular and scientific fascination with low-carb diets persists. The ketogenic diet that we've been hearing so much about lately is, of course, just the latest reincarnation of other diets that severely restrict carbohydrates, including the Atkins, South Beach, and Ducan diets. And the goal of these very low-carb diets, or the very low-carb phases of these diets, is to induce ketosis, where the body's cells are forced to burn fat for energy instead of sugar. Now, although sugar or carbohydrate is the body's preferred source of cellular energy, we do have very flexible metabolisms. And so if sugar isn't available and fat is, the body can switch over to burn fat instead. Sort of like a car that can run on both gas and electric power. If the electric battery runs out of juice, the car can then burn gasoline until you have a chance to recharge your batteries. Now, just because the body is using fat as its fuel source, that doesn't necessarily mean it's burning body fat. First, it's going to be burning the fat that you eat, and ketogenic diets tend to be very high in fat. You'll only start burning body fat for energy when your body runs out of dietary fuel. So if you are taking in fewer calories than you're using, your body will turn to its fat stores to make up the difference. But this is true of any dietary approach, not just low-carb diets. So why the continuing fascination with very low-carb diets? Well, one advantage of being in ketosis for a prolonged period of time is that it suppresses your appetite, and that can make it easier to eat less. But in order to reap this advantage, you have to be pretty strict in your avoidance of carbohydrates. But we also need to talk about something called the carbohydrate insulin hypothesis. Very low-carb diets also tend to reduce blood sugar levels and insulin production. One of the normal and necessary biological functions of insulin is to promote fat storage. And the carbohydrate insulin hypothesis supposes that a diet high in carbohydrates would result in higher insulin levels, and that would in turn cause you to store fat and become obese. Restricting carbohydrates, therefore, should suppress insulin, trigger fat burning, and reverse obesity. And the carbohydrate insulin theory also argues that low-carb diets lead to weight loss because they increase your metabolism or the number of calories you burn. 
Theoretically, you would lose more weight on a low-carb diet than you would on a high-carb diet that provided the exact same number of calories. This is a very attractive hypothesis. The problem is that study after study, including some that were designed and funded by proponents of the carbohydrate insulin theory, have failed to prove it true. One very strictly controlled study, which evaluated a very low-carb diet against a high-carb diet that provided the exact same number of calories, found no significant difference in the number of calories burned and a slightly lower rate of fat loss in the low-carb group. And that brings us to this latest study, which was a meta-analysis in which the results of 29 different studies were assessed to see whether low-carb diets increased resting energy expenditure. That's a measure of your basic metabolic rate. The lead author of this latest analysis is David Ludwig, and he's one of the primary champions of the carbohydrate insulin hypothesis. So clearly he has not given up on his theory. And the finding did support Ludwig's hypothesis. Lower carb diets did, in fact, speed up the metabolism. But before we get too, too excited about this, there are a few details that bear mentioning. Most of these 29 studies were just a few days long. Some weren't even an entire day long. They just compared the effects of a single meal. Many of the diets that were in the low-carb arms of these comparisons were not actually very low in carbs. And in many of the studies, the difference in carbohydrates between the two arms that they were comparing was actually quite small. Despite the headlines, this analysis doesn't add much to our understanding of the effects of low-carb diets on metabolism because most of the studies included weren't really low-carb diets or were just too short to actually be meaningful. But the researchers now conclude, based on their analysis, that for every 10% decrease in carbohydrate, and that's as a percentage of your total calorie intake, for every 10% decrease in carbohydrate, you can hope to burn an extra 14 calories a day. And if you keep that up for a couple of months, that number might increase to 50 calories per day. So would reducing carbs cause you to burn more calories? Perhaps. Enough to turn the tide on obesity or even explain the obesity epidemic? Yeah, probably not. Human nature can get a little messy, but nature nature is powerful enough to save us from ourselves. Seventh generation laundry detergent lifts away tough stains with a 97% bio-based formula. For when you think whipping up yellow curry chicken in white pants is a great idea, totally not speaking from experience. Let nature do its thing so you can feel confident doing yours. That's the power of 7th Generation. Find 7th Generation laundry detergent and fresh lavender and other scents at 7thGeneration.com. At Capella University, you'll get support from people who care about your success. From before you enroll to after you graduate, pursue your goals knowing help is available when you need it. Imagine your future differently at capella.edu. So all of this may be leaving you wondering whether a low-carb diet would be a good choice for you. And here's what I would say. If you are content eating a low-carb diet on an ongoing basis, not just as a short-term strategy to lose weight, and you also like the way you feel, the way it affects your mood, your energy levels, your appetite, then a low-carb diet might be for you. 
Now, because they restrict so many foods and food groups, low-carb diets tend to be lower in fiber, magnesium, vitamin C, and other nutrients. So if this is your strategy, just make sure you've got those bases covered somehow. Low-carb diets on a prolonged basis can also increase inflammation markers, cholesterol, and other blood fat levels. So you want to keep an eye on those risk factors, especially if you're concerned about your heart health. But the fact is, most people eventually get tired of limiting their diet to meat, fat, non-starchy vegetables, and artificial sweeteners. They'd like to be able to enjoy the occasional sandwich, or plate of pasta, or bowl of cereal, fruit salad, or ice cream cone. And when they leave the ketogenic lifestyle, any weight that they've lost tends to come right back on. But while this latest meta-analysis isn't exactly a home run for the carbohydrate insulin theory, there may be a silver lining here. And that is that you don't have to necessarily follow a very low-carb diet to get some of the positive benefits of reducing your intake of carbohydrates, especially refined carbohydrates. I have long advocated for a modified approach to the low-carb diet. The goal is not ketosis or anything close to it. And I'm not suggesting that you need to avoid whole foods that contain carbohydrates, such as fruit, dairy products, potatoes, legumes, or whole grains. Rather, the goal would be to limit your intake of refined carbohydrates, things made with white flour and added sugars. These foods add very little to your diet nutritionally, and they are notoriously easy to overeat. And when we limit our intake of them, it tends to make more room for foods that are more nutritious and that also fill you up for fewer calories. That may not be quite as sexy as the carbohydrate insulin theory or metabolism-boosting diets, but it is a proven approach to long-term health. You'll find a transcript for today's show along with links to the research that I discussed and several related episodes on carbohydrates and diets at nutritiondiva.quickanddirtytips.com. And if you have questions or comments about the podcast, you can send me an email at nutrition at quickanddirtytips.com or leave me a voicemail at 443-961-6206. And please be sure to check out my other podcast with Brock Armstrong, host of the Get Fit Guy podcast. It's called The Change Academy, and it's all about creating lasting behavior change. The Nutrition Diva podcast is written by me, Monica Reinagle. It's edited by Karen Hertzberg, produced by Nathan Sems, and our team at McMillan Audio also includes Morgan Ratner, Emily Miller, Michelle Margulis, and our director, Kathy Doyle. Thanks so much for listening. I'll see you next week. Human nature can get a little messy, but nature nature is powerful enough to save us from ourselves. Seventh-generation laundry detergent lifts away tough stains with a 97% bio-based formula. For when you think whipping up yellow curry chicken in white pants is a great idea, totally not speaking from experience. Let nature do its thing so you can feel confident doing yours. That's the power of Seventh Generation. Find Seventh Generation laundry detergent in fresh lavender and other scents at SeventhGeneration.com. At Capella University, you'll get support from people who care about your success. From before you enroll to after you graduate, pursue your goals knowing help is available when you need it. Imagine your future differently at capella.edu.